everybody. Welcome to another episode of Sex, Love, and Injectables. I'm your host, Heather, and we were going to talk about aesthetic stuff, but surprise, Preston's back. My boy, actually, sorry, my fiance. What? We were going to talk about aesthetic stuff, and then you guys like really loved the episode last week where we shared our story of how we met. And I didn't expect to continue and tell the story about how we got engaged, but here we are. And I'm excited to share this story because it's a little more real life than like fluffy. You didn't even know it. I was, you know, two days prior, just sitting across talking yeah. about the introduction, how we met, and then boom. Crazy. Preston, little, how little did, did you, you know? How did you know? When was the moment <laughs> that you knew that you wanted to spend your whole uh, entire life next to me? You're laying it on me thick. Yeah. You're laying it on me thick. So <laughs> when I knew the first moment I saw you picking you up at the airport. That's so sweet. That was like the butterflies and the like the, uh, it, the anxiety was crazy, but it was so good. Yeah. But when I really, really knew it was that. That first magical kiss. Yeah. Around, around that the fire. Kiss was, I that know that was, sounds, that was, that was it. Yeah. That sounds super cheesy, but it's so true. Cause it was like the stars aligned and like there were birds singing in the background for me. <laughs> that was like, <laughs> it was, that very, was like a scene out of Bambi. <laughs> it was very, it was very Disneyland and magical. And it made me realize that those things that people say are true. And I don't want to be like super serious about it, but. Yeah, that moment by the fire. That was that was fire. That it was, fire it was, was fire. It, it was alive. There was, was no question it was about lit. it. No question. I don't know if people it. say lit anymore, but if you don't, just act like it's cool, please, because I still say lit. But anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm very excited uh, about this. And yeah. you did such a good job on the ring. It's such a weird question that I get now, because when you get engaged, people are like, How did he do it? So in my head, I'm like, let's be efficient here and record a show so that I can be like, well, just listen to episode number four or five, whichever one we're on, and you can get the whole story there because then I get views and listens and I get to share the story without having to tell it over and over again. But then people are like, let me see the ring. And so, you know, of course, I'm like, here, this is it. And all of its golden glory. And I'm like, oh, look at it. It's so beautiful. And then the next question is usually like, well, what, like, how many carrots is it? And I'm like, shit, I don't know. Uh, that's no, such a that's weird a question. Pri- that's a private question. Why that's so pe- private. Why are people so intrusive with their questions? Like, I don't know. The, the same thing happened whenever I was trying to, like, have kids with my ex. And I'm like, yeah, we're thinking about having babies. And they're like, oh, how long have you guys been doing it for? And I'm like, did you just ask? Did you just ask me how long we've been? Okay. Let's just go back (laughs) back out of that real quick. But it just reminds me like of how weird we are. Like, it's almost like we don't know what else to ask besides like, like I have pregnant friends and God bless them. Like in the office, there's three girls that are pregnant. I'm surrounded by hormones, which I know you can understand because you're surrounded by me all the time. And I know that I'm hormonally. No, you're easy. You think so? Yeah, I take You're all just of being you. sweet. I take all of you. No, seriously. You're just being nah. sweet. But yeah, I have three girls that are about to have babies and like we are surrounded by hormones in the office right now. And I hear the questions constantly being asked of them like, when are you due? How's your nausea? Right. Like 
they don't really care how the how the nausea is. So I really don't think that they care like how many carrots I'm wearing. Right. You I know? would agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. And hey, what's this time thing? You know, like time is time irrelevant, is time. right? Time what is, is time. even time. We've had these conversations it, before. It's like, is time even real? Time is just an illusion. Wow, we're really going deep with this. Yeah, we? we don't have time to talk about speaking time. Of, <laughs> speaking of time, though, how <laughs> ironic, though, that I was on the show last Monday, the 21st. I had the ring, right? I knew this was going down. We were going to Zion. Yeah. I think you may have known, but... Okay. So this is good. This is good. Uh, we're setting it up here. All right. Set it up. You brought me back. Thank you. You're welcome. I need you I to do you. that. That's why I love... One of the many reasons why I love you is you reel me back in with my ADD. Okay. So, no, I didn't know, but I was hopeful that you were going to propose. Because in my head, I was like, this would be the most perfect place to propose because it's a hike that I've wanted to do my entire life. It's a very challenging hike. Like, you definitely have balls to do it on the top of a mountain. Right. But but in my head, I was like, I don't know if he's going to do it because, you know, like, our whole romance has been a whirlwind of magic and just mystery and craziness and awesomeness all and at the same time science. and science. Yes. Um. So in my head, I was like, man, this would be a really good spot for him to propose. But of course I'm not going to like drop hints and be like, Hey, this, you know, what a magical spot this would be. Right. If you decided to like drop a question on me. Right. Hint, hint. Hint, <laughs> question. But I did, but I, I did send you a picture of a ring at one point. But I was very strategic in how I did it, and and it wasn't intentionally and, done to but drop I think, a hint. Did I do a decent job following those instructions through, it, like the incognito coding? Yes. I'm like, all right, read between the lines. Yeah, you this read. This is what we're going for. Like all other things, you read between every single line that I was delivering. Yeah. So well, it's a it's I a really special and and sacred experience, right? Yeah, you, you know, it's one of these things that we all dream about. And you know, for a male, this is a big question. There's some that's a lot of pressure. Big things are going behind this, you know. So like over the course of the last three four weeks, you know, when I was moving towards this direction, I already made my mind up months ago from the very beginning. That's you, so sweet. you know, when they they say you know that you know that you know. Yeah, you know when you know. Well, I knew, and I had heard this, you know, that you know, that you know stuff. And I'm like, ah, whatever. Yeah, you're that's like, just, that up. doesn't, that's not real. <laughs> Come on. That's because we're hurt and damaged. So we're like, you just shut so, up with that stupid. So true. So stuff. true. But, you know, once I made the commitment, I was like, Can I, how long am I going to wait? You know, so then you start looking at dates. And so when I picked out the ring and I was talking to the jeweler, I was like, we need to make this happen fast. And they're like, well, how fast? I'm like, we got like three days to really pull the trigger on this. Like they love three, you. Three days. I'm like, this is a really special opportunity. Sure we need to make you. this happen. And you, uh, sorry, I don't mean yeah. to interrupt, but no. could you imagine if you opened the ring box and I hated it? Oh, that'd there's be like gotta be situations out there the like that, gut. right? Yeah, like can we take it back? Where it's like it doesn't really work. I that way. love you, but I don't love this ring. <laughs> That would be so rude. That would be harsh. I need to know. That would be harsh. But I think society is kind of designed that way. You know, unfortunately, that's that's tragic, right? That's very tragic. I want to know if women dump the guy or if they dump the ring. 
if they pick out the wrong one? Do I, you just deal with it I, and wear the I, ring, I, or do you tell them? I don't know. I think you just that's like an immediate walk off. Probably yeah, those were those weren't the correct options I was delivering. No. Either. That sounded super shallow. Yeah. Do well, you dump the ring, or do you just wear it forever because it's the meaning behind the right. ring, right? And I think you stretch beyond the ring. You get beyond the ring, right? <laughs> Thank God. Thank God you picked a, no, the perfect but you, ring. No, but you look at, you know, when I was going through this process, and I learned a lot, right? I learned a lot. Asked a lot of questions. Yes. You know, kept you in consideration, thinking about your hand and what you do and you as a person, your personality. It all mm-hmm. ties into the selection, right? That's one of the many things I love about you is you're so thoughtful. So I, I think I damn near drove the the jeweler crazy. I'm because in the middle of the night, imagine. I was like, no, wait, I, I think I picked the wrong band. And uh, so I called the next morning. I was like, that's not the right one. We got We got to change that up. So they're like, had this one, guy. You had one, <laughs> you had one in your hand and then that one wasn't good. I was, I picked one yeah. with a little bit of hesitation the night before. And I was like, that's, I just kept walking away. Like, that's not the one. That's not the one. So then the next morning I went back and we made the adjustment it's and perfect. swapped it out. But, uh, yeah, I had that when I was sitting here across the table from you. Oh, my God. As we're talking about our love and how, you know, how ironic. It was so ironic because I wanted to post about our show and I couldn't because I was so excited to post about the new developing story that was happening. So I'm going to paint this story. Okay, we have the we have the precursor to what happened now and when you knew that I wanted that you wanted me. Right. Forever. Right. This, forever. Forever. This all is all of this. All of this I'll craziness. Take the deal, baby. All of it. Yep. So, um, which God bless you, because I know that I'm not an easy order. <laughs> I'm not. You're too hard on yourself. Listen. You're, listen, you're my person. <laughs> no, so you I, listen. <laughs> you listen up right now. We're we're gonna go. Okay, that's fine. I'll take it. But I'm gonna paint the picture of the story because this is this is something that we're gonna listen to in twenty years. Forever. Yeah. And thirty years and right. you know, hopefully more. God willing. So the the morning, the morning started off magical. I woke up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had to I had to deliver this correctly because we we are going to listen to this in twenty years. So I have yes, to, I have to yes. make sure it's appropriate. Just, just bring it. The morning was magical. Upon arising out of my comfortable bed in this beautiful, glamping dome, if you will. The sun off grid, off grid in Utah, the sun just peeking through the blinds surrounding us in this magical, like golden light flickering in your eyes type of morning. I rose out of bed and just stretched and it was a beautiful, magnificent morning. And, um, you know, within like 20 minutes, I got hit with the shit. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, no. Today's the day. I can't. And the girl has was, the shits. <laughs> you can't like, you can't explain this any more accurately because I was really trying to make it a romantic situation. But let's just be real. I woke up. That mountain water was coming for you. It was coming for me. And I there's a meme out there that says that um, you're not hot unless you have IBS. And I don't know if that's true, but I'm holding on to that with the dear life because that is exactly what happened that morning. I don't know what happened, but out of nowhere, you can't get any closer in a relationship until you're in this beautiful dome situation. That's an open concept. It doesn't even have a bathroom door. <laughs> There's no bathroom door. 
you have to hypothetically, this isn't a personal story, but hypothetically, if you have to take a monster shit and you're in an open concept dome, there's that's there's a strategy that unlock, goes into play. No, yeah, you, you have you to strategize new, through this. But you unlock a new level of relationship there because you have to create a situation where you're like, okay, look, there's gonna be a time because women don't deuce, but there's gonna be a moment. That I'm going to ask you to leave. Everybody, the human nature is coming through in full effect right now. <laughs> and I'm Bear gonna, with if us. I, if I tell you that I have to take a business call in the bathroom, that's your sign to exit the dome. Yeah. Get out of I, the I, And I literally <laughs> was, uh, was smelling what you were stepping in. I, no, you were I, not. Wait, no, sorry. You I, were I not. digressed from that. I you took, should I took, digress I took, from I took, that. I took the strategy and I did the walk off and, and gave you your space. Yeah, thank you for that. This so is I great. Was, so I was taking a business call for a while and, you know, it's we left and the, the road leaving our glamping spot is very bumpy. So the whole way to the hike, I was just like, this is not, I am unwell. I am unwell. And we had to stop on the way to our hike. And it was just, it was a, it was an explosion of so many emotions. An explosion of joy. <laughs> of oh so my God. Many emotions. Anyway, Only so. if you could see my face right now. This is great. Yeah. Cause on the other side, Preston's over here thinking like, great. She has the shits. How am I going to do this? I'm just trying to keep it together the whole time. And now the prayer goes from like, please let her say yes. Like, please don't let her shit her pants. And then <laughs> is this the day? And we're about ready to make this hike, which is, as you pointed out, no joke. Yeah. there's a Angel's no joke. Landing is no joke. Yeah. And just for right? people that don't hike, let me just tell you, when you're on a hike, there's not there's a no place turning back. to stop. I asked her, did you get a roll of toilet paper? Because it might come yeah. in handy and along the, the way. And the answer this was is, yes, I did. This is a six-hour hike. Yeah, I come prepared. You know, when you're a hot girl with IBS, you know what to bring on these situations. I love you and your IBS. Thank we're, you so we're, much. we're good. This is unconditional. This it's, is what they call the the, <laughs> the epitome of the agape. Yeah, thank yes, you for this, that. This is the rich love. I love that. I this love so you. sweet. I love you too. So please keep, keep going. going. No, please you keep, keep no, going. Continue no. forward. I have lost my dignity at this point. It's okay. This is nothing but transparency and, yeah. and beauty here. So we uh we're we're coasting through the morning, right? Heather's having her moment. I'm thinking, I hope she can keep it together. I'm what should praying. I do? Is this the wrong day? We gotta get this hike. And we reach the point that we're ready to make the climb, right? Yes. Then half, halfway through the climb, we've gotten beyond the IBS and now we're like making the elevation <laughs> and I'm, and she's huffing and she's puffing and she's looking at me and, and I'm about to fall And she's questioning me, can, can, can I keep going? And I'm like, oh no, is well, it, all right, is this the point? Cause I'm trying, I'm aiming for the top. I'm really going for the gusto here, you know, Should we in my share mind. about the permit situation? I, you know what? Yeah. Don't. I wouldn't recommend doing this, anyone. Yeah, this is this not, is not something you should do or consider doing, but we did it anyways. So the morning of, we applied for a permit to go to the second leg of Angel's Landing, right? Yes. The permit, which we did not acquire. So now we, <laughs> we have... We said we did. Now we have double, double oh shits. And, and at this point, we're just going for it. Yeah. But this is how Heather and I roll anyways. So full like, sin. this is full sin for life. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> we will annoy the people around us and perhaps give oh, you anxiety, man. but this is okay. Yes. So she's saying, well, well, what's the protocol? Like, what do we do when we get up there and yeah, the rangers stand there? I'm worried about, I'm worried about, I'm, 
I always talk about how much of a rebel I am until the situation comes Until the in. rubber meets the road. Yeah, until it happens. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. So what if, what happens if we do get stopped and they ask us for a permit? Do we say we forgot the permit? Do we start asking people coming down if they have a permit? Like, how do we do this? Because, like, I know the diehard hikers out there are going to be like, I can't believe you did this because y'all are passionate. I respect that fully. Love and I, I totally take accountability for my actions here. But Angel's Landing has been my dream hike since it's I been was on the top like of the bucket. 20, 20 years old. And so um, I was not about to turn around once we got to the ropes, yeah. even though I kind of wanted to because it was it was a this hike was no so, joke. We were climbing. It was it was legit. And I've done some pretty great hikes. And this yes. one, this one was something else. Right. So we had this strategy going and she's like, so what's the protocol? What are we going to do? And in my mind, I'm thinking this is prayer number two. If the ranger is there, let him buy into my story, which was going to be, listen, guy, you have to understand something. As I've told Heather now to walk away so I can work things out, you have to understand I'm about to ask the biggest question of my life on top of Angel's Landing. Can you please let me through? I'm sure that they would have let he you be- He too, damn right? well better. He better have. Yeah. You know? I could just imagine one of my crazy exes calling Park Ranger Station right now. Guys, you know what? It, so be it. <laughs> like, you know what? We come out on top. This is victorious. Yes. So let's uh, let's keep on diving in this. So uh, prayer number two, definitely answered. No Park Ranger. Yes. Now you're sweating. You're now like, I'm all sweating. right. I'm like, girl, take the lead. Go ahead. So. Which I was like. Yeah. And the cool part was, is though, so like, as we're going up, like I'm capturing these little videos, asking these little like symbolic questions, you know, trying to be real secretive. You're being very sweet. So I could hold this video for the future. Right. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm dying. And she's like, damn, you should probably get off your phone and stop recording as we're walking across (laughs) this bridge from like 7,000, you know, it's a super narrow trail. Right. So you're, if you look back, it's funny because you ask these questions and I'm just like, <sighs> yes. I'm like so. So this is the this is the biggest climb of your life, right? Like, yes. I'm Preston. thinking like symbolically, like you're about to you're about to say yes. I hope, and this is a big deal, you know. But uh, so I sound very in shape during these videos. We, you you crushed it. You totally crushed it. You had you had pep in your step. But yeah, so we got past no park ranger. Moving forward, Heather is making the climb with the chain. I'm focusing on her. And then there's this really cool group of young people uh, behind us, Stanford grads, right? Yes. And at one point, we asked like... Stealth mode activated. Ex- yeah, stealth mode totally activated. So I befriended this group. And at one point, Heather's ahead of me. And I, and I turn back and there's this young guy behind me. And I, and I signal to him, you know, mouth him like with my mouth, like, hey, can, can you help me out with this? Like, and I put my ring finger up, like I'm about to yeah. propose. Preston's doing sign language and it, they are interpreting it correctly. Exactly. He's like, wait, what, what, like now? And I'm like, yeah. And then I look, I turn back around to make sure you're not looking. I'm right. not looking because I'm still clear. dying. And then I turn around and I'm asking like, can you take pictures? So I'm like, you know, signaling with like, can you take photos? He's like, yeah, we got this. So like now things are set up and then I'm like, oh, we're in now. And then it came on like full effect. Like then you turn, you turn into a whole different person. This is going down. (laughs) Like there's no turning back. Not that I would have turned back, but it's like, it made it so real in that moment. But your saving grace is in this moment. Cause you were like looking back at the videos. I, I'm laughing at them now because you were totally, you could tell that you were nervous, but I didn't notice any of it because like I, don't do cardio 
if you ever see me running, start running with me because I'm running away from something. Right. I'm never running for fun because I don't know why those two words even fit in a sentence. So I'm trying to do this like conditioning that I'm not ready for. Right. So I wasn't paying attention to you your just wanted to get up all. to the top. I just want I know I wanted to survive. I was in survival. I just wanted to survive. So I didn't see you nervous at all, which was great. This is well executed. And I think how many times did I stress like, it's okay, babe, we can make, we can rest at the top. Like we can get a good long rest. And is that cool? Like, can we do that? Yeah. And in hindsight, I thought that you were noticing that I was dying and due to my impending death, you're trying to give me some hope. So there was a little bit of compassion attached to it. But more so like trying to set the stage, like, all right, get it together, guy. You got to land the plane. Land the plane on top of Angel's Landing. You yes, did land that the was note. I, that I, makes sense. I did, I did land the plane, right? You did, yeah. So we make it to the top. So we make it to the top. And then I'm looking for this group of young people. I'm like, oh, where did they go? They're not showing up. They're stuck. Yeah. Half, what no, Did they turn back? You're looking for All them. All my effort that I had charted out was gone. It was, and I was like, all right, we're still going. We're yeah. going We're going through with this. I guess you thought they turned around because it, it really was like a sketch hike. Absolutely. But so you're looking for them. I'm sitting down, catching I'm, my breath. I'm trying to play cool. We you have, are. We celebrate that we made it to the top. Yeah. Right. We found our little spot to, to pop a squat. And uh, in that moment, I'm like, all right, here we go. And then they arrive. And I'm like, all right, now we're moving. I'm like, hey, do you want to like check, like check out another spot to sit down? And yeah, and I'm like, like no, huh, we just what? sat here. What? This spot's good. I'm What's like, wrong how, with this how, spot? how about we sit like, you know, like five feet away? So like, I'm trying to like <laughs> scout out these spots that when I propose that I don't like fall off the side of the rock, you know, if I get anxious or Which excited or she that. jumps up and then you plummet to your death. But that was not That'd happening. Be terrible. So I was strategically trying to chart this out. So I think we moved like five feet away from where we were sitting originally. Yeah, you moved me five feet away and I was like, all right. And we had just <laughs> finished it like a snack prior to that. I'm like, hey, are you are you still hungry? Yeah, and I'm like, no, we just had a snack. But if and you're I, hungry, let's eat another snack. So I'm like, all right, this is it. This is go time now. Like go time is on. Now. Which in hindsight, just to stop you for a second, yeah. this was a good plan because I was not mentally prepared to go back down. Because as you're climbing this hike, there's some vertical climb that you have to do. And in my head, I was like, oh, shit, I have to come down from this. So I was mentally preparing myself for that. But I was just playing it cool with you. Like, I was like, yeah, no, let's eat. Let's eat another snack. Let's eat five snacks. That's fine. Let's take as much time as we need. Uh, sure. Yeah. Go ahead and pass me the uh, granola bar. Pass me another granola bar. That's right. Exactly. And a Slim Jim. Slim Jim for sure. Basco Slim Jim. Yes. Let's get it right. So, yeah. So I'm like, this is go time. This is go time now. And and to back up, uh, last week when we talked about the courtship, right? So the first month that we were courting, um, Heather had these cards, intimacy cards. What are they called? Who I think them? that's what it's called. I, th- I think it was intimacy th- cards. Yeah. So we were, we would, when we were, you know, she was in Texas, I was in Chicago and you would ask, you know, these questions off these cards, right? To get yeah. to know one another better. Yes. And it was awesome. And it came in really handy because it allowed us to go deep, you know, and we just kept moving forward. So I was like, all right, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to bring these intimacy cards. Well, at least the box, the shell. And I'm going to put the ring inside of the intimacy box. 
Very confusing Very situation confusing. for me. So I could figure out a way <laughs> to set the stage. So I said to her, after I was digging into my bag, asking for snack number two, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. No snack number two. No, you two. go, you know what I have though? I was like, but you know what I do have? I'm like, what? And I was like, I brought the intimacy cards. Yeah. So I was like, fuck it up. Like, let's play <laughs> some cards up here. That's not weird. <laughs> so I was like, this is what I said. I was like, I don't even know if you remember this or not, but I was like. I bet let's just draw one card and, and allow us one question. And it'll I, be a really special question that we'll never forget. I can't lie. I don't remember much of what wah, you said wah, at that wah, moment. Wah, wah, wah. That's exactly what happened because you, you, I do remember you saying, guess what I do have. <laughs> and I was like, what? Another snack. And you're like, I have these cards, the cards. And I was like, all right sure let's we can play cards up here like right. in my head i'm like this is kind of weird but it still made sense like i was like how this would create an impactful memory but in my head i was still like what a great spot this would be for him to ask me a monumental so question. There, there was still hope alive there was still, there was still hope. hope i was like you're, i might you're like come charging down. it you're like all right here we go yeah i was like maybe maybe this is the start of like a a situation here right let's go so with my heart beating out of my chest, I reach into my bag. I pull out the intimacy card box. I like nonchalantly hand her the box. I'm like, oh, here you go. Go ahead and draw a card. Also very confusing for me. <laughs> right? Because in my head, I'm like, okay, here's what's going to happen. If he is proposing, I'm going to open this box and there might be a ring in there. Right? Right. Or it could be cards. So I open the box and I see that there's a black velvet jewelry box so my first question is what is this like we don't know what it is we know what it is everybody knows what it is but it could be it could not be it right so in my head I'm like what is this and you not in my head verbally and then you said I don't know what I don't is know. it what so is now that? I'm even what's, more confused what's the problem here because in my head I'm like if you're gonna propose you would then take the box Cause I'm like, I can't, I don't want to open the, like, right. that doesn't make sense. I can't open the box. I can't propose. So I'm like, oh no, these are some effing earrings, aren't they? These, these are probably some earrings. I dropped the ball. So then fumble. I just kind of sat there and I was like, I don't know what it is. So then I think you woke up a little bit from the nervousness yeah. and you're like, I took the you box took from the your box hand. And I was like, thank God. Right. And then you said something and then i then i went for it you and, did and i don't I asked, know what you said thank god there were people recording because you know, i was in this e whole exactly like, you're in this I, with proposal you're like in this euphoria like you are standing across your knelt i'm kneeling down yeah trying not to die i was like crying but laughing, but laughing and smiling yeah so like it's this place of euphoria that you can't explain it's like the room is fuzzy everything's fuzzy and I remember, remember at one point I even said to you, like, I'm so nervous. Like, as I got into asking you for your hand in marriage. Yeah. Asking you to be my wife. Okay. Will you marry me? And in my it, head, I was like, I'm going to have the hottest husband on the planet. Are you kidding me? <laughs> give, give me the ring. Give yeah. it to me. And then, and then lo and behold, we had our whole team of photographers behind us that, that just completely nailed it. Oh and God, it was so everyone sweet. was cheering. It was just, it was amazing the way that it all worked out. It couldn't have been any better. I can't wait. It was just, it was magical for it sure. Was magical. Yeah. And you know, back to just like, you know, when you know, I mean, um, I had a friend that proposed early on. This was like three or four years ago. And I remember being critical of him. Like, are you sure you, you need more, more time? And 
vividly, I remember him saying, you know when you know. And you know when you know. It's so true. And, and, and I, I, I totally called him and, and apologized. And I was like, do you remember when, you know, you proposed and it was early on? He was like, I knew that was my wife. And I was like, you know, the moment I met Heather, I knew it was going to be my wife. Yeah. No, I feel the same. No and I used to, I used to have the same thoughts on like, you know, you should wait some time and get to know somebody, which I do think is true for certain things. You should have to really get to know somebody. But then I think there's this magical thing that happened and it's not magic. It's, God, it's a God thing. It's yeah, God ordained for sure. For 100%. Sure. Um, but I mean, I knew that you were going to be my person probably before I even met you physically, if that makes sense. Just based on how yeah, we, no, how the stars aligned for us to even cross it paths. Didn't, our, our conversation, our dialogue didn't skip a beat. The comfort yeah. was always there. It's been amazing. Uh, the funny innuendos that might not make sense to other people, but we're dying our, on the inside. It's It's been our inside jokes are also fire. Just, right. They're fi- and it's so annoying. I know everybody else is like. <laughs> you guys are dorks. I don't get what you're talking about. You're the sexiest dork ever. But that's okay. But hey, I you just, stole my line. That's my sorry, line. Sorry. I know. Okay. I did take it. Yep. But, you know, it's just, it's one of those things going back to last week. Like, we've done so much work to get to where we are. Mm-hmm. And that that has allowed us to, you know, enjoy the fruits of our labor. Right. No so, question about it. You know, I I do. I think that, sorry, I'm not crying, but I think that people really do need to pay attention to what they're attracting. Thank you um, for this Red Bull that I'm going to take a drink of. Thank you. Bye, Red Bull. Since I don't drink alcohol anymore. You could have filled that silence so people didn't hear me gulp. I I mean, I was kind of enjoying you watch drink, (laughs) you know, the Red Bull. That's Sugar-free Red Bull. Sponsor me. Um. Yeah, I think that people should pay attention just to go back. I can't believe it's already been 30 minutes, but just to go back into what we were talking about last week. If you are struggling finding a person, I think that you should take some inventory on on who you are and and just kind of take a couple steps back and and realize that, you know, you attract the energy that you put out. So, if you're really confused or hurt or you know frustrated in the people that you're attracting in your life it may not be a why do I keep running into these people it may be a inside question that you should ask yourself on what I should be doing differently in my own life and maybe take the take a step back from I'm looking for somebody and look for yourself first because it it could be an indication that there's some things that that are missing in your own life that should be addressed first, whether it's, you know, trauma from the past or, um, you know, just past hat patterns that you keep repeating that need to be changed too. But I truly think that once you work on yourself, work on being the best human that you can possibly be and love yourself, fill the voids that you're looking for other people to fill, fill those yourself. And then once you have all that and you're saying, I'm not saying that you have to do all that first and then you can find somebody. But I think that when you're in that process and that mindset, then you start attracting a different kind of person that aligns with what you are trying to get for yourself in the first place. Right. Right. Is that coming out correctly? Absolutely. Yeah. And, And I think the other thing, too, is like, you know, I think oftentimes in life and society, we find ourselves conforming 
to the world that's around us, right? To appease the world right. which is around so us, in to order get... to make the world more comfortable, while you all along are feeling uncomfortable, right? Right. So I think once you take the hard step back and you start to recognize, like, this is my identity, this is my life, and I need to take control of it. Right. Um, control in the sense of like more self awareness. You're so right. Not not control in the sense of like I'm the driver of the captain of my ship. Um, we are in some capacity, but I think in terms of just like taking that inventory, being self-aware, being open and, um, and seeking the healing. Yeah. Right? You're so right. Cause I think there's so many people out there that would rather be unhappy in a marriage because it's more comfortable in society than being alone and happy. Right. Because people don't understand that. Right. It just, it doesn't fit that societal mold that we're in. So I think. Um, if you take yourself out of that societal pressure, work on yourself, be alone, be happy, because once you're in that place, then you're going to have a different mindset and you'll attract a different kind of people and they will naturally exit your life. You don't have to yep. say anything yep. to those people. When you start living your true identity and you're fulfilled and you're happy and you're full of joy and you know, you're walking in your faith, then the people that are not meant to be in your life will just naturally take themselves out. It's the craziest thing I've ever witnessed. Right. And I know that I'm in the middle of this journey and I'm still going through it. So right. I would suggest um, to, to the listeners, if you don't know where to start, uh, one place would be your Bible. Another place would be Preston's book that he just released because that is a, it's, it's a workbook type of book yeah, that it's... helps people to, um, to learn more about how they can be a more authentic version of themselves and also mm. help others. So I'll let you t talk a little bit yeah. about that. Yeah. I mean, just in my reflection time, I was thinking about this today. Uh, you know, people come and go with intention, whether we can recognize it in that moment or not. Some people come for a day. Some people come for a month. Some people stick around for years, right? Every person that enters into our space brings something to the table, be it good, be it bad. It, it doesn't be it good, be it a learning opportunity. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but I mean, having an openness of, of recognizing that there's something to be, to be taught and to learn through those experiences is really key to this, this human experience in general. I love that. I heard this, this saying uh, years ago that, you know, we refer to us as human beings, but we're, we're really human becomings. We're evolving daily by the microsecond. Right. Right. So when you talk about people, uh, leaving your life, or perhaps, you know, we're saying we're getting them, we're kicking them out. I think it's more along the lines that everyone's evolving at a different rate and a different speed and, and, and allowing ourselves the space and the permission to be okay with where we're at. Yeah. Right. That's really key. It is. Um, and that's how I met you, you know, coming to that place and that realization, like it's okay where I'm at today and we'll figure out tomorrow when we get there, but yeah. there's stuff to be learned today. Right. Yeah. yeah so the book, uh, Flow 40, is really about that, building community, authentic community at that, and coming to terms with the, with the fact of, like, that we're all at different points in the journey. We're all somewhere on the, the spiral dynamic. Another really cool concept to check out if you get some time. But it's, well, it's been I would, cool. I would, um, I'm going to put the link for your book in my iTunes because I totally support it. It'd make a Thank great you. Christmas gift. I'm just saying for loved ones, for friends, it would make a great Christmas gift. So look up that link. Also, give him a follow for his nonprofit organization. They're doing some really good things around the world. It's 
the on Instagram is we are Trek for Change. Correct. Yep. Ooh, I'm glad I got that. We right. are Trek for Change. We are Trek for Change. Trek T R E K for Change. And uh, if you're not following me already, which is rude, make sure you follow me. It's at injector underscore Heather. And subscribe to the podcast. Leave me a review, good or bad, good or learning opportunity. I would love to hear it. Uh, we might get back on track and talk about aesthetic stuff, or you never know. I might come back on here next week and uh, announce our pregnancy. What? <laughs> I think we both been taking out a play on that one. Yeah, that's never going to happen. We have enough kids between us. Yeah, there's seven there's between seven. them. seven. It's a lot of kids. Wow. It's a lot of it's kids. All right. I love them, though. We're embracing it. We are. So thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys are enjoying our love story as much as I'm enjoying our love story and will continue to enjoy it. And we will talk. To, we maybe we. I don't know oh, me. Somebody. That means I got a possible invitation. Maybe back. Whoa. we'll see. I will talk to you guys on the next episode of Sex, Love, and Injectables. Bye. Bye.